Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. What's up, guys? Welcome back to TikTok Radio. It's me, your girl, Victoria. It's so weird saying my own name. I really don't like it. I hope you guys had a very relaxing Labor Day weekend. I went to a bachelorette party for my best friend. It's funny because, you know, five years ago, we probably would have been raging and severely hungover every day. And uh, this year we did a, a yoga class and had a private chef come in and did a cooking class. So... Uh, it's safe to say that we are aging rapid. Thank you guys for pushing play today. If you haven't yet, please, please, please leave a review or rating on Apple Podcasts. I can see on the statistics that like 90% of you listen on Apple Podcasts and we only have like 80 something reviews and we have a lot more listeners than that. So help a girl out. When you rate or review a podcast, it helps other people see the podcast. So that's one way you can support us here at TikTok Radio without ever spending a dollar dollar bill. I've got an awesome interview for you guys today. I am speaking with Dr. Enrique Cruz from Sonrisa Orthodontics. Him and his wife own multiple locations in Him and his wife are actually both orthodontics. Dr. Cruz is an orthodontist and a periodontist, and he met his wife during his residency, and they have multiple practices in the Austin, Texas area. I've been connected with Dr. Cruz, wow, for a couple years now. I would say since early 2020, he was collaborating with a lot of local Texas creators that I already knew. So I just was seeing him on my For You page. My friends were going to him for Invisalign or teeth whitening or different procedures and helping him with content at his office. There's not a lot of people in the dental space that are doing TikTok quite like Dr. Cruz is. And it's been cool to see how he's expanded past just the TikTok account for his practice, which is what went super viral in 2020. This episode is going to especially resonate with you if you have a brick and mortar business or you are in the professional space. So like a lawyer, doctor, dentist, orthodontist, periodontist. I think a lot of times people have this limiting belief that in these professional careers, you can't do social media, but Dr. Cruz is a really great example of how he's used social media to actually support and further his career. Before we dive in, I just want to go over a couple things happening right now in the world of social media. Right now, TikTok is testing a new nearby content feed, which is basically showing geolocation. I think they kind of were already doing on your For You feed because if you've ever traveled to another state and suddenly you're getting videos for like Oklahoma, every time I visit, I start getting Oklahoma content. I come back in Texas, I'm getting Texas content. 
it already is recommending stuff based on where you're from or where your geolocation is. Google recently said that about 40% of people now refer to TikTok or Instagram instead of Google when they're looking for a place to eat. They also recently released the location tagging. So this kind of like all goes together. This is an experimental thing. We're not sure how long this will last, but it's interesting to see them trying out these new features to make TikTok even more searchable. On Instagram, we're seeing data showing that Reels is the best option right now for maximizing your reach and engagement. And even though there's so much like hype around short form videos, apparently a lot of people still aren't posting Reels. So you guys should get on that. The point we're at right now is the type of reach people were seeing on TikTok in like 2020. So it will only go down from here. You want to be in the wave of people getting that engagement when there's a lot of eyes on content, but not a lot of creators. So if you're not posting Reels, you should be. You can repurpose your TikToks for Reels, but Reels don't usually repurpose well for TikToks. The app Be Real is also kind of blowing up right now. So keep an eye on that one, you guys. There's over 10 million daily active users, which is insane. Instagram is releasing a Be Real type feature and Snapchat is too. Everyone's just copying everyone. Things are rough out here, you guys. <laughs> Instagram also is launching a tool to help you kind of refine the AI for content recommendations so you can give feedback and say you're not interested in things, which is nice because I think we've all noticed we're getting a lot of recommended content of people we're not following. And it's like, sometimes I don't care. Also, apparently Twitter is rolling out podcasts. So that's kind of what's going on in social media news right now. Be sure to connect with us on our new Instagram and TikTok accounts. They are linked down in the show notes. You can search TikTok Radio on any platform and we should come up. Feel free to send any questions you guys have there or anything you've noticed or want to hear more about here on the podcast. Screenshot this episode, put it on your story, tag us, and let us know your favorite takeaways. I always love hearing what you guys find valuable in these episodes. It helps us to guide our interview questions and our editing and our guests. So any and all feedback is appreciated. All right. I'm sure you are dying to hear from Dr. Cruz. Let's dive into this week's interview. Hey guys, welcome back to TikTok Radio. We have a very special guest with us today. We have Dr. Enrique Cruz. He is the owner at Sonrisas Orthodontics. So you're in Austin. I'm in Dallas. I feel like you always came up on my For You page because you have worked with a lot of my friends. And I was super curious about your journey on TikTok. So welcome. Thank you so much. No, this is a pleasure. And yes, we're very close. And then the same thing, you come on my page and I think we have followed each other for probably a year or so by now. I'm very glad to talk to you today and share my story. So you don't see a lot of orthodontists on TikTok, especially ones that are personality based and they're talking straight to camera, but you have a totally different approach on your business profile and you have your own profile. So how did you get on TikTok? Because I imagine it wasn't like the popular thing to do when you started. I'm going to blame everything on my wife. I was very reluctant to get into TikTok. She came one day and said, we should get into this. It's becoming very popular. Kids like it and these dances and these funny stuff. So I look at it. No, that's not for me. I have to be professional. I have to be very serious. Our first TikTok was in May or April of 2020. And it was different. 
on our first TikTok, we have probably 10,000 views and 2,000, 3,000 people doing our video as a trend. And I was like, this is very nice. And I saw an opportunity to make it like a community, which TikTok is, but at the same time, it was very different. And the beginning of the pandemic, I had so little time. And that's how everything started. So you got on just like so many other people during the pandemic. I think probably 90% of people that I've interviewed have said they got on because they were bored at home and they saw an opportunity there. They started doing it for fun. Off the bat, did you see it as something that could drive business for you or it was more something kind of fun and entertaining? I just wanted to have fun. I wanted to share with their patients, share with their staff. Of course, social media and different platforms can drive business into your business. But at the same time, I never saw that way. It was more like, let's just have fun and share it with our patients. As an orthodontist, I see a lot of kids between 10, 13, 16. At the beginning, that was the audience that we were looking at. But later on, I saw that adults are starting to come into it. And then moms are talking, commenting. The interaction was amazing. Look at us now. We are almost to a million followers on TikTok. And it's been a great experience. Which is so cool because I think looking at Facebook and Instagram and even YouTube, that kind of reach wasn't really possible for professionals, especially like a brick and mortar business. Like It's not like you can do orthodontics online. So I think it's really cool that you jumped in without realizing the potential there for how it's helped your business. I am curious with that kind of reach, has that helped drive traffic to your business? Of course, with TikTok, we have been able to reach audience throughout the world. But all of a sudden, a few months after this, we were known in the community as the TikTok stars or the TikTok orthodontists. Honestly, I never thought it would be something that will drive more patients, but it has done that. I think it's very important, not necessarily that you're doing dances or it's not necessarily you're doing trends. Is just sharing the culture of what you do. Different companies, different audiences, different professionals are doing this. And all they do is just share what they do in their office. And that was the beautiful thing about TikTok. I like dancing. I like being funny. Our staff likes dancing. They like to share. Once we were able to, to get into this, it's been amazing. A lot of people over the age of 25 are totally overwhelmed by TikTok because it is such a new platform and even using the app can be a little bit overwhelming. How did you get acclimated into creating content? Because I assume you were not a, a content creator before. Luckily, Alex Ojeda is my neighbor. I'm good friends with the family. One time I talked to him and said, hey, do you mind kind of coaching me? He's one of the reasons why we started on TikTok. And it became really easy. Of course, Alex Ojeda is an ambassador on TikTok and he's been a great influence on what I do. So that's how it started. He was one of the first persons that started showing me how to work the app, how to do trends, how to collaborate with some other influencers. You just have to know how to interact with the camera, how to create your content. And, and it's a full-time job for sure. Oh yeah. I think that's interesting because I think some people would say it's not worth like investing the time and learning it, but You've shown that having that firsthand help from someone that really does understand the platform. Alex has been on this podcast. He was my first guest, actually. And he's uh, has multiple millions of followers, super successful creator, uh, really smart. 
business-wise. It's been really cool to see him grow as a influencer and as an entrepreneur. I love that you took the initiative and you're like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I need to learn how to do this right. The truth was that we did our first video by ourselves and it got to 10,000 views. And then the second video, it went viral. For me, it was viral. It was 260,000 views or something like that. And then I said, I would like to spend more time. I like to make it fun, but at the same time, know what I'm doing because I wanted to duplicate that success. The first video that we did with Alex, overnight, it got 1.2 million views and likes. And we went from 1,500 followers to 5,000 followers. And then we continue creating content. We will meet up every Tuesday, TikTok Tuesday. We'll create for two, three hours, creating five to seven videos and posting every day, twice a day, sometimes three times a day. So numbers keep going up to the point that at some point we were so lucky. One of our videos, it has 67 million views. And what? That's what Wait, what was that video? What was in, what were you guys doing? It was a, it was a trend. Alex was there. Dominique Tolliver was there. Somebody was taking temperature of the people walking into the mall, we had Alex Ojeda walking overnight and has 10 million views. Right now we're at 67 million views. So it was That's very impressive. Crazy. It was really fun. I don't think even Alex thought that video will hit that much or, or anybody. You never know. Was, you never know. You never know. And yeah. It's, I think it's interesting. Your experience with growing on the platform, I think really speaks to the power of collaboration. I never thought that I wouldn't be on TikTok this much. And I'll tell you what, what happened after that. I started with some races Autonics. That's the main page. Also, I create my own. She's called yes. Doctors and Races. And also I create one that is called Orthotrix. And Orthotrix is procedures that I do in my office with my patients, with my hands. And that has reached more than 1.1 million followers. Which really? Was okay. I didn't even know goal. about that. There's no dances. It's only orthodontic procedures. I'm involved with the American Association of Orthodontics and also the Texas Association. I was showing these videos. One of my colleagues said, those people keep videos well and something different. And it's something that nobody's doing. And at the same time, it's something unique that you can show what you do in your practice. So I have brought the fun part, the pro professional part, and with mine, some of my personal life as well. So everything comes together and I think that has enriched my interaction with the audience. Yeah, that's really interesting. I knew you had the personal page and the business page. So I was going to ask you about that. But so you post procedures on your third page, on your personal page. What kind of content are you posting there and what made you want to start that page in addition? Because the Sonrisas Orthodontics page was the first one, right? The Sonrisas Orthodontics was the first one and that one is more with the team. A lot of people know us with the Red Scrubs. Yes. Is, yeah. It's super our, great branding. Like it's very recognizable off the bat. And this is our color. And then later on I said, you know what? I should do some TikToks myself, right? Just myself. Not with the team, not with anything. So the, the TikToks with Dr. Sunrises are mostly me. Uh, sometimes my family, sometimes different things that happen through life. And of course, there's some trends. When you bring them together and they see you at Sunrises, they see you Dr. Sunrises, and then see your professional work. 
it brings everything together. And it's been a blast for me. TikTok as a platform, I think humanizes people that work in medicine because it's such a important job. I think people sometimes forget you guys are people and had to go to school to learn all this and wake up and brush your teeth like the rest of us. I'm curious because obviously you have a full-time job and you run a practice. How do you find time to create content? What's your strategy, especially managing these three pages? It is like a full-time job because sometimes I see something and then I have the idea for two, three days. And then I say, okay, well, I'm going to execute today. We're going to record. This is what we're going to do. You might say, oh, TikToks are 15 seconds. There's TikTok that have taken me 40 minutes, an hour to do it and also to edit. Let's say I'm just finishing my day today in the office and maybe I'm a stressful day or maybe a very busy day. We do a TikTok and we go home in a, with a different vibe. So actually has been addictive to do this with our staff and myself. So I think has been sort of a therapy, right? To create videos and have this creator mind develop day by day. I think that's really an interesting take and, and a good strategy to make it a fun thing that you guys do in the office. It's a bonding experience. I think a lot of people could take that and apply it to their own businesses because everyone loves seeing themselves go viral. So when you can give someone that experience of being like, oh my gosh, look, I'm in this video at work and it went viral. I think that's so smart. You know, and this is funny this week, I have been on three interviews. I'm closing this week with the chair and talking to you. <laughs> You're doing a press but, uh, tour. I love it. It just happened because of TikTok. And it just happened because what I'm doing with social media, I'm just having fun. Yes. I went to school for 15 years, dental school. I'm a periodontist, I'm an orthodontist, I'm a surgeon. I went to school for that. But in life, there's moments that I would love to be a movie producer or, or a director or something like that. And I like music. So TikTok has brought everything that Internally, I have the passion for, this is not my source of income, but creating has been something to my personal life that fulfills the art part of, of what I want to do. That's a great point that it gives you an outlet to exercise other areas that you're interested in. Because I imagine previously you weren't getting to do fun dances at work every day. My wife was the one who was like, we should do TikTok. We should have fun with the practice. Sharing that through TikTok has been amazing. We have collaborated with people in Kenya, in South Africa, in Brazil, just because they have seen our dances and all of a sudden they say, do you guys want to do us dance together with Orthotrix? I have probably more than 10,000 collaborations with other creators. So I think it's just brought a, a different type of dynamic of what I do professionally, incorporating the fun part of it and also the professional part of it. because. Believe it or not, I'm a faculty member in San Antonio and I teach orthodontics to graduate orthodontics. As, as I said, I'm part of the American Association of Orthodontics, so I'm very serious in what I do, but that doesn't mean that I cannot have fun. I think that's one of the things that a lot of professionals don't understand that it's okay to have fun. Yeah, it really humanizes people and shows you guys do have a sense of humor and can be relatable. And I think it makes stuff less scary too, because then it's like, this is a person, I trust him. It gives you a, a less barrier for people to know, like, and trust you, which is super important in any business, but especially 
in a business where you're getting your mouth messed with. Everybody comes afraid already. And, and if at least they see you dancing, okay, he's a nice guy. So the interaction is different and they definitely has helped the people to get to know us in a different level. The interaction that has created with our patients, it has changed the way we do things. I'm curious, you'd mentioned your teaching and being part of the American Association of Orthodontics. Have you had any media opportunities or opportunities within the Orthodontics Association or visibility opportunities for your definitely, career as a TikTok? Definitely, because a lot of our interactions have to do with who we are. And sometimes it's hard to get to know somebody if you don't work with them every day. We had our orthodontic meeting in May. And my presence in social media, not only for my practice, also for orthodontics in general. In my orthotreats page, you know, I was selected to be the AO Live host. So I hosted the virtual meeting and this happened because these interactions. So it's not necessarily only for the benefit of my office or the benefit of having fun. A lot of people pass the opportunity to get to know us in a different way just because this platform. I wonder if you also get a lot of people who are interested in going into orthodontics. Do you get a lot of questions from people about your career? I have probably answered more than 5,000, 10,000 questions with my page of orthotricks. Some people say they ask us like from getting braces, birds, or getting a, what's the best options, aligners or braces, or how long it takes you to become an orthodontist. Or I'm thinking between uh, dentistry or orthodontics. It's very rewarding to see the interest of just audience in general. I'm just interested because they saw my page or they get inspired of what I do in my practice. So the potential of being an influencer in a sense, it has been greater to the point that they are interested in becoming an orthodontist or becoming a dentist. So definitely, definitely has an impact. I love having people on the podcast that aren't or they weren't creators previously. And TikTok has kind of made them into a creator. It's been great. Get on TikTok, get on different media platforms because it's important not only to show what we do in our office, also to share what we do as a profession. I love the, the, the way you say humanize our profession. I see a lot of potential for my profession as orthodontist, for other colleagues to jump into it and use this great community. It's interesting because if you even look at two or three creators in your same niche or space, you guys all create totally different content. The important thing is you and your personality and what you bring to it. Right. Get on your comfort zone. I wasn't on my comfort zone for sure when we started and... As I said, my wife play an important factor. She finds something, oh, we should do this and we should do that. We have a quick meet, meeting, then we learn how to edit. So it has changed her life in a sense. Believe me, the way that we interact with the world of social media has changed. A lot of people that have normal jobs and are working during the day don't have time to sit there and do research or have more limited time to brainstorm content ideas. I'm curious about your process. So you and your wife come up with ideas or see trends and then do you film multiple videos at once or are you doing that kind of on the fly? Do you plan out when you're filming? And then I also want you to touch on how you edit. If you film in the app or if you're editing on a, a separate platform. At the beginning, we used to record three, five or seven videos a day. After our community with some racist autonomy started growing up and we saw the 
the steady growth, I decreased it a little bit because we also got really busy. Remember at the beginning was during the pandemic, I had extra time and I was able to create more. Now I'm trying to post at least once or twice a, uh, a week. The way we do it is my wife is more, okay, she sends me the video. We kind of plan it more methodical. For me, I'm more like, okay, I saw this. All right, let's do it at lunchtime. Everybody, let's go. So I guess the spontaneity of that and also planning it is a good way to do it. So you can do both ways. And, and that's what I said. That's the beauty of how we interact because she has certain way to create content. And I have a different way to create content, but when we bring it together, he creates some of the best content that we, we have produced. I used to record only on the app. At the beginning it was the app because it was easier. I didn't know too much about what apps to use. Later on, I decided to start using an app because I can share that content on a different platform. Yes. So that's why I changed a little I'm bit. I'm so glad you said that. So I think that's key because. Of course, I'd love to use the platform that has worked tremendously to make it really easy to create. It doesn't take anything. Just pretty much press the button and you can cut, you can modify, but that's only for TikTok. So what I learned to do is create, record on my phone and then use an app. I, I use InShot. That's the one that I've been using to create my content. And then I upload it on TikTok and I upload it on different platforms, Instagram or, or even Facebook. There are a ton of video editors out there, but I think you can attest to it's worth spending the less than $100 a year on a more professional editing platform. Oh, it is. I can record on, on 4K and I can edit. It is like intuitive. And after being used it for more than a year, I... Yes. You become very comfortable to create you and even when are. you are creating something on your mind, where the buttons are, your potential, when you can zoom in, when you can do a little shaking or we can use all different effects that it has. And not only in shop, yeah. different apps at different capacity, but as long as you feel comfortable, whichever app you're using, the content that you can create, it's amazing. So that's a really good point. I think for me, I will recommend record on your phone and editing in an app and then upload it. When you're filming and editing outside of the app and then uploading to TikTok, where else are you repurposing that? And how long have you been doing that? And what are your results? Has it been good for other platforms? So my wife has been the, the spark, like we should do TikTok, we, we should do Facebook, we should she do sounds Instagram, like a smart we should do lady. this. And I'm the one that, you know, happy wife, happy life, right? So, okay, I wanna do TikTok, I wanna do Instagram, I wanna do Facebook. But the truth is that, after having the content, it's on my app. So easy to upload it to different platforms. Right. But then I started doing Instagram and Instagram went from like 4,000 followers to 38,000 oh, wow. followers. Just sharing the same content that I was uploading on TikTok. We don't have to change the content. The only thing that I have done different on the Instagram app for Reels is putting more description that is explaining or educating. That has been the only difference that I have seen. Now we're... We're doing uh, on Facebook too, and it works. I think it's good to share it on different I'm platforms. I'm curious, are you managing all of your accounts still, or do you have someone in your practice that helps you do that, or a social media manager, or it just your alone ranger? Oh my gosh, me. that's so surprising. That's a lot. No, it's just Have you ever thought about outsourcing or having someone manage the uploads for you or comments or anything? I have thought about it. But I guess I haven't found the right it's person hard, to it with or the right company. And to tell you the truth, 
we put our heart on our content. So that's, I, I guess that's the only problem. Once I create something, I want to make sure that it's like a little baby. You want to make sure that goes the right path. It, it has your touch because I feel that for me, if somebody does it, that is not me, it's right. not me. I feel really very happy on what we create, very proud of what we create. So that's why I haven't let it go. Here and there, I let part of my teams uh, upload things on Instagram or Facebook, but it has been only me. That's very impressive because I think a lot of people that have such full schedules as you probably do, don't prioritize social media. I'm curious if you've delved into YouTube shorts at all or a YouTube channel. I have posted a couple of videos. I think there's a venue that I'm going to be exploring in the near future because the content is there. Film it. All I have to do is upload it. The problem is I haven't been able to do it. I don't have time and, and I need to learn the platform a little more, which is very intuitive, but at the same time, it's something that I really need to explore because it's another venue and it's free and it creates a different audience. We talked earlier about you bringing creators in and collaborating with them. I know just from my friends that have worked with you that a lot of times you'll trade services with people. I know you had worked with Alex. So is that kind of how you were like, okay, you know what? I have a valuable service. You guys don't have good health insurance because you're creators. Let's work together. Yes, it's so what trading. But at the end, once you start collaborating with somebody, you get to have a different bond with this person. It becomes part of a family in a sense. There's some creators that have approached me and pretty much just like, oh, I want this, 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 but I need you to do this, this for me. Those ones I kind of turn away because that's right. kind of, that's not going to work. The way that I have been doing is kind of like helping my friends if they need something. But also I know a lot of influencers have that type of approach, which is fine too, right? It's, it's, it's completely fine. But I guess the way I have done it is mostly, okay, we're, we're creating something. We can collaborate. I can help you with this. I can help you with that. Instead of like, just do yes. this for me. And I know that's that so for important because so, then it's like a sense? relationship instead of just a trade, but that exactly. carries over, I think into in general brand partnerships. Because you don't want it to come across as a, what's the word? A transaction. Because technically, you know, when an influencer does a brand deal, it's very transactional. Exactly. We're getting paid by a brand to post a video. It, it could yeah. come across yeah. like that if you were doing it that way with creators. But I think it comes across like super organic. And that's because it was organic. And then just getting to maybe get their teeth whitened is like a, a bonus. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess that would be the right word to, to call it more organic. A trade. The creators that I have worked with and we collaborated, I feel they like my friends. It's really cool how people can build those relationships. And because it's video, it's so much more authentic and you can really get to know people. For me, it's not only the creators. I have met so yes. many orthodontists that they're starting to platform and all of a sudden I'm on the For You page or I, it comes up and they send me a message. I'm just new on TikTok, just creating content and I will follow you. We love what you guys are doing. Any advice? So it's been a, just a, a community. And that's what is the best about besides creating, besides fulfilling my artistic part of dancing or video recording or uh, editing. Also, yes. the networking that I have been able to do through the platform 
It's I never it's never in, experienced there's that no before price in my life. For it. I don't invaluable right, money can't right. buy the visibility that you can get on TikTok to an extent. There's a few questions I always end the podcast with in every interview. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to do what you're doing right now with TikTok? Just be yourself. Be yourself. Be genuine. Every person has a different dynamic. Every person has a different vibe. Every person's soul. Be yourself. Be yourself because nobody's judging you. Nobody's seeing, nobody's is, is expecting you to do what others are doing. Just be yourself. There's audience for everybody. There's audience that might like my dancing, but there's audience that might like your dancing or they might like the way you talk or they might like the way I talk. Creating, it has to become a habit that you exercise every day. As little as recording a um, few seconds, it makes it a habit. Of course, at the same time, get to know all different apps for editing. I think that has been a, a game changer for when I create to the point that I can do a video in five minutes or three minutes. If I want to spend more time, of course, I get a different result, but get to know an app that you can edit your videos and collaborate, collaborate. Don't feel ashamed or don't feel to reach out and say, hey, I saw you. I like your video. Do you want to do something with me? I think that has been an opener for me that reach out to so many people and and they reply and they're like, yeah, so what are you doing? Let's do something together. I always learn something from every <coughs> interview because everyone does things a little bit different. The other thing I always ask people is if you went back in time, knowing what you know now, what would you do different starting out on TikTok? I started creating sooner. Yes, I, started creating I feel that. Sooner. I, so I totally time. get that because <laughs> I think a lot of people wait because they're like, oh, no, not me. I could never do TikTok. And then their friends are hitting millions of followers. and. We're just like, okay, I guess I'll do it. That was me. That's what I did. I'll tell you something. I'm I'm 44. And of course, I went to school and then I'm, I'm a professional. I'm involved with my profession and I love what I do. It's my passion. Going for so many years to school, but TikTok or not necessarily TikTok per se, just creating something every day through social media with the camera. It just has a different vibe and a different purpose of what I do every day with my profession. So... Being genuine, what we mentioned before, and being able to share what you do in your daily activities with your patients, with your staff, with your significant others, with your family, it has changed the way that I interact with people. And of course, with patients, we couple things for in one of our profession, in any dental or medical, of course, we need to get informed consent. We need to have permission to share the videos. We need to have the proper ask professional. I need to fulfill my requirements. There's I didn't even ask HIPAA about that, but I'm sure that's a whole world. Different thing. Yeah. So that's another thing. Whatever video that I, I post, it comes with a permission from the patient. We show the video to the patient before we post it because there's some things that patients might say, no, I don't feel comfortable doing that. So there's different things that I have learned throughout the way. But at the end, being genuine, I think it's... A great opportunity for any profession can share who you are as a person. And on these times that we need more positivity, sharing positive stuff, sharing good vibes, sharing fun, fun information, also educating younger generations throughout this platform. And believe me, this platform and other platforms are going to come in the next 10 years. 
but it's important to get into creating content for any platform. And I think that's one of the probably the best advice that I would say, just create content, don't feel afraid, share your profession, share what you do, share if you're a craft, crafty person or you just like to share paintings or dancing or fun stuff, I whatever. Create content. Create content. You heard the man. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Cruz, for taking the time out of your busy workday. I'm sure you're ready to go home and, and rest and eat dinner. But thank you for giving your insight to our listeners and hopefully everyone can take away something from your interview. Can you let everyone know where they can find you on TikTok? And I will put links in the show notes. It's been a pleasure. If you want to follow me, the main one is some Risa's Orthodontics. That's the TikTok account of the, my whole family at, in Sunrises. The other one is Orthotrix. That's the professional where it's only orthodontic procedures. And the only one, the more fun stuff and more dancing from, for me is Dr. Sunrises. And of course, Dr. Enrique Cruz in Instagram and Sunrises Orthodontics on Instagram. But anyway, any questions, if you are a dental professional or a medical professional or any professional that you want to reach out, feel free. Send me a message through any of the platforms. Again, sometimes there's more communications through Instagram. Send me a, a message to Dr. Enrique Cruz or on TikTok, whatever it is. I'll, I'm that. always open yep. to help it's new so creators. Creators to connect. And now we have a place for more professionals to connect. Thanks for listening to TikTok Radio, you guys. Make sure you leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're using. And we will catch you next week. Thank you so much for pushing play today. That's it for this week's episode. Remember to subscribe and leave us a rating or review if you liked what you heard. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to connect with us on Instagram and TikTok and join our exclusive Facebook community group for more support and guidance as you grow. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson, and I'll see you next week for another episode of TikTok Radio.